Everything's Messy podcast brought to you by Dreamweaver Media. So incredible company. I'm so excited that I've had the chance to work with this company. Let me tell you, if you are looking to level up your podcast, level up your business, anything that you need to get very clear and laser focused with your goals for your company, you need to reach out to Dreamweaver Media. They have a strategy session report that they will do for you. And what that will do is you will discover your dream audience persona, define your business's why, craft a brand identity that speaks directly to your target audience, identify your marketing goals and create a custom plan and receive a detailed visual shoot plan that brings everything to life. Let me tell you, this company is amazing. So reach out to dreamweavermedia.co, that's dreamweavermedia.co, check out their website for more information. Thank you for listening to Everything's Messy podcast. We appreciate your interest in health and wellness. However, it is important to note that the content provided in this podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only. The information shared here is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The hosts and guests featured on Everything's Messy podcast are not licensed healthcare professionals, and the discussions within the episode should not be considered as personalized medical guidance. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding your medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast. If you have a medical emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. Reliance on any information provided by Everything's Messy podcast or its guests is solely at your own risk. This podcast may discuss general health topics, lifestyle choices, and wellness trends, but these discussions should not be interpreted as individualized medical recommendations. Every individual's health needs are unique, and what works for one person may not be suitable for another. We encourage you to consult with a healthcare professional before making any significant changes to your diet, exercise routine, or health practices. Everything's Messy Podcast and its hosts are not responsible for any actions taken based on the information provided during the podcast. Remember, your health is a personal matter, and professional medical advice is essential for making informed decisions about your well-being. Thank you for listening to Everything's Messy Podcast. Hey there, it's Sarah Wilson, and welcome to Everything's Messy Podcast. Yep, you heard it right. Everything is messy because, well, it is. But here's the thing. In the mess, there's strength waiting to be found, and that's what we're all about here. My mission? To break the silence around chronic illness and build a community that's supportive, understanding, and downright empowering. So if you're ready to navigate the chaos, buck the conventional medical system, and embrace authentic healing, you're in the right place. We're going to tackle the big questions like how to balance it all, where the family fits into the messy equation, and everything in between. This is your messy space, a place where we're not afraid to get real, have those important conversations, and maybe even share a few laughs along the way. I'll be sitting down with incredible people, each with their unique messes to explore their stories, experiences, and the lessons they've learned in the chaos. From unconventional healing methods to finding strength you never knew you had, we're covering it all. So grab a seat, get comfy, and let's dive into the messy. Because here at the Everything's Messy podcast, we're turning chaos into strength. Together, we're going to embrace the mess. Are you ready? Let's get messy. And this is the countdown to 2024. Hey, messy people. So we got through Christmas. I don't want to say got through because it sounds like it was torturous or whatever. Maybe for some it was. I don't know. But um, we've reached past Christmas. There's that. And now it's the countdown to the new year. I hope everybody had good holidays, you know, lots of feasting and fun and family. And hopefully it was um, wonderful. It was delightful for us. I'm so blessed. I'm so grateful. 
And it was so wonderful to have my husband home, all of us together. That's just such a treat. You know, when you have somebody who works in public service and hey, the schedules are crazy, you just never know until they actually walk in the door if they're going to be at the table. And he was, and it was wonderful, and there was no emergencies, and it was just, it was absolutely fantastic. So I'm very grateful for that. So now we look ahead, going into 2024. Wow. You know, I think I said this on the last a couple of shows ago. I say it every year. Oh my gosh, how is it the end of the year already? My husband's always like, comes every year. Why do you always say that? It just seems like it comes faster and faster. And so 365 days later, or almost, here we are. And what was this year like for you? What, what, and, you know, did you reach your goals? Did you have goals? Um, you know, if you think back to April, July, what were you doing? What did it feel like? Uh, maybe, you know, struggles, maybe delight, maybe challenges. I mean, it's just the year in itself just brings so much, right? It's hard to wrap your head around everything that's going on. And then you throw in what's happening in the world. Then you throw in what's happening, with, you know, family or outside family or other things like that. And it's just a lot can come down on you in a year. So I thought for looking onto the new year, it would be sort of reflection, kind of. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of podcasts that are doing, you know, what are your new goals and things like that. And those are good. But I'm going to take, like I always do, a little Sarah spin on it and see what can we pull from the depths of ourselves and see what else is going on, what can we work on, and what does that look like? So I have a couple questions for your reflection part of it. First question would be, what was the single best thing that happened this past year? So this allows us a chance to reflect and look for the good. We're looking for the good, something that really joyful happened to you, something that you can hang on to and celebrate, even if it's a small celebration or even if it was only significant to you, hang on to that because that will help you to build what we're trying to build here. So whatever that was for you, for me, you know, obviously we always say the, maybe it's not obvious, but you know, the things of family and health and all of those things are important. But one thing that actually was joyful for me this year is I started this podcast and I'm really, really excited and grateful to do that. And I've said that before and I will keep on saying it, but I just think this is such a great way to just either express myself or have others express themselves. And we've had some crazy, wonderful stories, messy, messy stories. And I'm grateful to all of you that came on the podcast and shared your story. And I cannot wait for others to do that next year as well, because those are so powerful and so important. And you never know that one person who might be listening, it might just help them, show them a different perspective. And maybe it says, somebody's going through something a little bit harder than I am, I can go through my heart. And that's the point of this. Everybody has a messy story. Everybody has something that is they're dealing with, that they're sitting through. And that's what this podcast is here to help sit with you through the pain, help you get through the breakthrough on the other side. What can you do about it? And I'm just so, it brings me so much joy. I'm so incredibly grateful. So that's mine. And I would love to hear yours. Let me know. Shoot me something on social media. 
Okay. The second one that you need to do, and I loved this one because I actually had to really consider, you know, think, you know, really give it some consideration. So pick three words to describe this last year for you. Now, some of you are like, oh my gosh, three words. I'll never come up with that. And others of you that there's not enough. I need more. I need more. <laughs> Use as many words as you'd like. But I think the goal here is at least three. So my three, I, and it again, I had to really consider and kind of go through a process on this. The first one, grace, for sure, though. Not only people that have extended grace to me and my shortcomings, but grace to others. And I've learned so much through grace. And I really hold on to that word because we're not perfect. And any time anyone shows me grace, I'm very grateful for it. And I know that I need to return that as well because you never know what somebody's going through. We just said the mess that somebody might be sitting through may not make them very pleasant, may not make them very social, may not make them very happy. And we just need to remember their shoes could be full of mess and we just need to give grace. That's not to say we don't have boundaries, but definitely shown grace where we can. My second word might sound a little weird, but my second word is process. I've had a lot to process. I've had, you know, my health challenges. I've had family things. I've had just breakthroughs within myself and health and wellness and finding that process that works for me. So that would be my number two is process. And my third word, which can be seen as bad, but I think that both sides, my third word's frustration. Frustration with myself, frustration that I'm not getting to the finish line as quickly as I hoped I would get, frustration with I'm not going where I need to go, what am I doing? It's it's sometimes that frustration is good because it keeps me moving forward. And then other times that frustration is bad because I'm just sitting in that frustration and I have to break through. But those are my three words, grace, process, frustration. So I hope you can sit down and really think about your three words and what that might look like for you and share it with me. I'd love to know your three words for 2023. I think in general, there was some, you know, what's going to be the 2023 word of the year. Some of it was deep fake, implode, things like that. Not sure that really describes the world of 2023, but those were in some of the top words that I read. So there you go for that. Okay, last question for this part. What was the best way you used your time this past year? The best way you used your time this past year? Was it to go back to school? Was it working on your self-care? Was it, you know, buying a home? Was it having a baby? What was the best way you used your time? And that's really important because, you know, we talk about motivation, we talk about self-discipline, we talk about things that will get us, you know, to over the hurdle. But really, the way we're spending our time is how we're manifesting our life. And that is so important. And it's not to say you can't spread it around into, you know, maybe you're working on saving for a house, but you're also, you know, doing something at work, but you're also having a breakthrough with a relationship. Those are all great things. We just really need to pinpoint and kind of get it in front of us. What, how are you spending your time? And so I think that's really significant. I think it's really important for me. It was definitely learning more about myself, more self-care, 
again, giving myself permission to even take care of myself before, you know, getting to the kids or whatever. That was super, super, you know, breakthrough for me. And again, the time, I know there's a lot of leadership things out there that talk about, you know, the top five people that you're surrounding yourself with is who you are. Okay, that that's good. And how did you spend your time? Was it with them? Did you learn? Did they sharpen your irons? Was it was it exactly how you needed to be? Did they push you? Did they motivate you? Was it reading books? You know, there's also a lot of leadership things that say, you know, ten, the top 10 books you're supposed to read. And maybe we can do an episode on that. But it's like, you know, one is if you do anything, if you don't do anything else that day, if you get up and the first thing you do is make your bed, at least you can say you accomplished something for the day. If that's where you need to start, then do it. Like those things that we tell ourselves of how we're spending our time, the habits that we're making, habits are so crucial because we are creatures of habit. We are also creatures of comfort. And when we get out of our comfort zone and we're uncomfortable, we want to go back to the things that bring us comfort. So maybe using our time to get out of that is where we need to be looking. And I'm not really sure. I I think I have a multi-layered question answer for that. Shocking, I know. But I think I spent a lot of time with this podcast, growing it, nurturing it, figuring out the you know direction and the message and where I wanted it to go. So a lot of my time was spent there. And in, and in turn, I think I learned a lot about myself and a lot, I learned a lot about other people and how I can help people and where we can go from that. I, of course, also spent a lot of time homeschooling my children. I think that is very important. Um, sitting with your children watching the light bulbs come on, watching them come into their own, seeing the direction of maybe what they want to learn. I always allow my kids, you know, we have the reading, writing, math, all the basics, history, science, but there's a day every week that it's like, okay, what is it you want to learn today? What, you know, some of the things like my daughter really wanted to learn about service dogs and you know, how they become trained and what is that process. And so that was really fun to learn about all that. So I think spending a lot of time homeschooling was also another significant part for me there. And then again, the wellness, the self-care that is, that took a long time for me to even get a routine with that. And I'm still not sure I have an exact routine because again, life happens, things happen. Um, But I'm still working on that. So I would say again, back to the word process, I'm working on all of that. So now we come to present, and this helps us stay in the moment right now of what it is we are trying to do. And I think it's really helpful to have a reflection part, which we just did, and now the present part, and then we will talk about future. So what's something big or small, big or small, that brings you joy right this minute? That's it. Something right now in your head that brings you joy right this minute, okay? For me... And this is going to be so silly, but for me, Joy, right now, my daughter for Christmas, one of my gifts was a Winnie the Pooh and Piglet salt and pepper shaker. Okay. It is the cutest thing that I've ever seen. And I've actually left it in the see-through box so I can just stare at it. Every time I look at it, I just, I find myself smiling or laughing or getting, like, it's just, it brings me joy. And that is just, I love that. It's really, really neat that she thought of me. She knows I love Winnie the Pooh. again, nerd fact, I love Winnie the Pooh and I love Stitch. Those are my two all-time favorite, very, very (laughs) crazy. I love all of that. 
<clears throat> so the fact that she was thoughtful and knows that I like that and got me a salt and pepper Winnie the Pooh shade. They're just so cute. I love them. And then um, my other two kids actually got me a Stitch doll of stuffed animal and he's holding a freaking avocado like to tell me keep going on your health journey and I love it. It's so awesome. And I love that my kids know me because I feel like you know, sometimes as a mom, it's not that you get forgotten, but you're just not sure that they're paying attention or they're listening. And I think it was really cool. And that that brings me so much joy. And again, not because it was a gift, but because they just put the thought into it. And every time I look at it, I just see two things that I really love. So that's for me. And again, that's why I said big or small. If you just had a brand new baby, I bet that brand new baby is bringing you lots of joy, probably lots of sleepless nights, but lots of joy. If you just got married, if you just, I mean, got a promotion, all of those can be celebrated as well. But big or small, celebrate something. Sitting in the moment and embracing the present. Okay, so let's skip ahead now to future. So I read this thing that said if you break up your goals in 90-day increments, because sometimes it's so hard to look all the way to another year and where you want to be in another year, you know. They always say, do you want to be the same person you are at the end of this year or do you want to be somebody new and then make your goals accordingly? That's a really long time, though, and it's really hard for me to because I need to tangibly like grasp something. So I think breaking it up into 90 days is a much better thing. So for the future, how would you like things to be in 90 days? Okay, that's a much better grasp, at least for me. So how would you like things to be? in 90 days. And from that answer, whatever your answer is, make your goals accordingly. You know, is it relationships? Is it finances? Is it work? Is it um, home? Is it your health? Make those goals according to what you answered. Now, also remember, don't bog yourself down with 15 goals that makes, you know, have to stay rigid. No, two or three goals at the most and make sure they're obtainable. So you're training your brain into accomplishing that, even if it's something small, and that brings confidence and that brings the, the motivation and that brings the feeling good about ourselves. Remember, we talk about that self-talk. So make sure you just do two or three goals from the answer of where, how would I like things to be 90 days from now? And that encompasses anything and everything around your life. Okay. And for me, I'll, I'll be honest right now. I don't know. I mean, I have, you know, being well, being healthy, being more fit, but I really want to dive a little deeper into this. So I'm going to take my time with answering it, but I think it's a really good start. It's a good jumping off point, And I'm excited to kind of do the work for that. The greatest thing I think about a new year is we get, you know, it's like starting a new day, but with a new year, we get a new chance. We get a new beginning. We can start over. We can create things that we want to be better in our lives. We can create and manifest a life that maybe we didn't even know would be on our thoughts last year. So it's a really good way to, these questions help you or hopefully help you go forward in trying to create that life that you really want. I know it's helping me. So I hope that it will help you somehow. And it's also just good to reflect. And again, even if they're tiny, little, maybe you've got it all together. Maybe you're not messy. That's great. I'd like to meet you and I'd like you to come on the show and tell us how you do it. But for the rest of us, it's messy. 
But I think as we go through the mess, as we wade through the mess, as we come out on the other side of the mess, I'm sure there's always going to be another mess waiting for us. But how do we get through and how are we helping ourselves get through and how are we putting that good self-talk into our brain? And I think setting these little goals where you want to be in 90 days with things, things like that. I think this is very, very helpful. So for 2024, I wish so many blessings, so many breakthroughs, so much grace. Make sure and remember to have that gratitude. Get your mind right. Stop the negative self-talk. Get out there. Take the first step, whatever that looks like for you. Yes, there's going to be mess. Yes, it's going to be hard. If it wasn't hard, then we wouldn't have these things that we need to push ourselves to go through. But we'll be so much better for it on the other side. And when I talk about hard, because life is hard, we know that. I have always told my kids, always, choose your hard. For example, you don't want to clean your bedroom right now? That's fine. If you let it go another week, how much harder do you think it's going to be than you've let it go another week, right? So choose your heart. It's going to be hard today, but how much harder is it going to be a week from now, right? Same thing with wellness, being active, getting out there. Is it hard to go to the gym or work out or get off the couch or start the treadmill or just have the energy to find it? Yes. And I am speaking to those who just, it's not a physical impediment. It's just, I don't know where to start. Those of you who are struggling with physicalities, I understand that. This I and I understand and I'm not encompassing you in just just start somewhere. No, I understand. But to get our mind rights, to get our focus, choose your heart. For me, choosing the heart now, whether it's pushing myself, I know that this is hard, but how much harder is it going to be? Look at the health challenges I've already had. How much harder is it going to be down the road? when my health is failing even more if I don't try to do something. So choose your hard. Everything is hard. Everything. Life is hard. Decide which hard you want because there is no easy road. So decide which road you want that's hard because it's both. they're both going to be hard. And I'll leave you with this quote that I love. It's from Annie Dillard. I'm sure some of you know who that is. Famous author. Um, I think around the 70s, 70s and 80s, I think her books came out. But she says this quote, how we spend our days is, of course, how we spend our lives. Ah, and that just gets me. So everything you do all day, every day is what your life is. So go out and make it something. Pick flowers, read a book, journal, have gratitude, go to church, meet a friend, whatever you need to do. Because how we spend our days is, of course, how we spend our lives. And that can go either way. That can be positive. That can be negative. But just hold on to that for a second. Because to me, that just resonated with me so much. So here comes 2024. Hang on to your boots. Hang on to your hats. It's going to be a bumpy ride. The world is even more crazy than we've ever known it to be. It's going to get messy. But let's make it as fun, <laughs> I say that as I laugh, as we possibly can. Let's get through the mess together. I'm so grateful that you are here listening to Everything's Messy podcast. And I can't wait for 2024. 
Thank you so much for listening to Everything's Messy Podcast. If you don't mind, if you'd head on over to wherever you listen to your podcast at and like, subscribe, maybe leave me a review. I would totally appreciate that. If you'd like to be considered to be a guest on our podcast, please reach out to me at everythingsmessy at gmail.com. You can also find me on social media at Everything's Messy Podcast on Instagram. I'm also on X, which was Twitter at Everything's Mess and Facebook at Everything's Messy Podcast. Once again, I'd love to hear from you in any capacity and anything that you'd like to share with me. Thanks again for listening.